Welcome to another edition of Full Disclosure with the Better Government Association. We do this every Wednesday morning here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. David Grising is the president and CEO of the BGA. David, as always, welcome back. Good morning, Jim. Great to be with you. Well, since we uh, last got together, we have had a one-day session of the General Assembly, and lawmakers have now gone back into hibernation for the winter amid the latest COVID surge. But on that one day, uh, they did uh, get something pushed through very rapidly. Judicial sub-districts expanded uh, to other parts of the state. This is something that's uh, happened for a long time up in uh, in Cook County and surrounding areas, but now we're going to see it happening in places like Sangamon County, where we have divided our 7th Judicial Circuit now into, I believe, a total of seven sub-circuits, uh, including two in Sangamon County, one for most of the city proper, and then the, the rest of the county in a separate sub-circuit. Uh, this uh, really uh, infuriated Republicans as another example, again, of how these things are being pushed through without a whole lot of public discussion or um, uh, you know, really public disclosure about the uh, the impact of it. So, David, uh, obviously the, the process remains an issue, but it's also not quite clear exactly what the uh, the implications of this are in terms of uh, how voters are represented on the bench. Uh, what What's your assessment? Well, uh, if, if you believe the Republicans, most all but one of which wa whom walked out during uh, the debate here uh, in the Senate in order to make a point about the fact that they were so unhappy about this bill and they don't like the fact apparently that they're in a super minority and really don't have any control over this process. If you believe them, they say this is sort of a partisan gerrymander designed to turn the uh, local courts into vestiges of the Democratic Party. Um, and there's a fair enough argument there in some respects in that there are a lot of Democrats in the state. And when you break uh, districts up, as that has been done, um, that can increase Democratic representation. Uh, the Democrats return that argument by saying, you know what, we're giving people judges who kind of represent the areas that where, they're, um, where they have authority, uh, come from those areas. Uh, it's a more granular form of sort of direct representation on the bench. And and so it's a le legitimate debate, uh, although it's a very one-sided one, given the Democratic supermajority in both houses of the state legislature. You know, it's, uh, again, so frustrating because, in fact, there may be uh, valid reasons to do this. There may be real benefits uh, to uh, have a process like this that can expand minority representation in some parts of the state. Its implementation is limited here in this bill. But the real frustration, again, is this all seemed to come about very, very quickly with very little public discussion and then rammed through in one day of the General Assembly. As you noted, yes, the uh, uh, the GOP actually sought to uh, block Senate action by denying them a quorum uh, until they could get a handful more Democrats who weren't initially expected to be there for the session uh, to come in so they would have enough votes to have a quorum and move things through. And then, of course, then uh, uh, they were able to take the action on it. But it, it just suggests again that this is a process that um, is kind of broken. Uh, Democrats can do what they want to do. You know, they have supermajority status, but it doesn't mean that the voters or taxpayers are well served by a process like this. Well, right. There are rules to the state legislature, you know, three readings, uh, uh, public hearings, et cetera, et cetera. And, um, and concern about the legislative process in Illinois uh, is compounded by the fact that uh, uh, 
under under COVID times, where we have so much remote access, remote voting, remote hearings, et cetera, et cetera, uh, it only magnifies the concern about the lack of public input and the lack of public debate about an issue like this, which does have a huge impact on the people who are affected, even though it sounds like a fairly minor thing. I mean, judicial sub-districts, sub-circuits are not going to get people marching on the streets. But incrementally, this is another example of, of government uh, that, that is more remote from the people and hasn't allowed the kind of uh, public access and input uh, that we would like to see across the state. Talking with David Grising, president and CEO of the Better Government Association. Uh, and again, a timely discussion about the, the processes in the General Assembly as we mark now the uh, one-year anniversary of the end of the Mike Madigan era and the rise of Chris Welch as the new uh, speaker of the Illinois House, the first black speaker of the House. And uh, he, he talked a year ago about how this was going to be uh, a new era. He was seeking more uh, openness, more collaboration. One year later, uh, Chris Welch is making the rounds, talking about some of his accomplishments. But uh, in some respects, David, it seems like the new boss, same as the old boss. Well, in some respects, I mean, in the, in the respect that he's leading a, a supermajority in the House and therefore can uh, can push forward the Democratic um, legislative agenda, yes. And in the sense that he's uh, kind of does seem to have party discipline, uh, that too, uh, in the sense that he's built, uh, is building a pretty sizable campaign fund with which he can uh, exert influence across you know, with races across the state. By all means, absolutely. Uh, in other ways, though, I think Chris Welch is different than Mike Madigan. He made a point during some of his interviews of talking about the fact that Republicans had actually been allowed into the inner sanctum of his office. And while that is just strictly a show, it's way different than the mood that was set under Mike Madigan. Now, the Republicans will say, well, that's all well and good, but it would be nice if you would include us in the legislative process. Welch claims he has done so, and he can point to a couple bills here and there where the Republicans have had an effect. But really, this is a one-party rule, and he's the head of the, of the party in the, uh, in the state house and is exerting authority in, in just one year of time, is exerting considerable authority uh, um, over pro the procedure in, in the state legislature. And and people can uh, dislike it if they choose, but it doesn't mean it's likely to change anytime soon, at least not in this calendar year. We'll see what happens after the November election and how the balance of power shakes out of the Capitol then. We've got more full disclosure on this Wednesday morning with David Grising, president and CEO of the Better Government Association. <laughs> Welcome back to Full Disclosure with the Better Government Association. Every Wednesday morning, we take a look at the workings of government and how it's working for you. Of course, government over these last couple of years uh, has uh, had so much to deal with with COVID and the fallout from that. And now it appears that COVID is coming after government. The mayors of both Springfield and Chicago testing positive for COVID this week. Both are working in isolation with relatively mild symptoms. Uh, but David, it just goes to show that nobody is exempt, nobody is fully immune from this. Even the people that are fully vaccinated and boosted can still get it, although they're not getting nearly as uh, sick as others uh, might. Uh, but uh, clearly the pandemic is still with us and uh, had been really disruptive in Chicago these last few days. 
Well, it absolutely, and it's become obviously a, a central issue in a standoff between the Chicago public school system, uh, uh, system's teachers and the mayor of the city of Chicago. Uh, the mayor insisting on uh, in-classroom teaching, uh, the teachers being uh, for some time unwilling to do so. And in the backdrop of that whole thing, it was a, was a bit of a squabble between the mayor and Governor Pritzker over um, providing uh, um, testing for uh, students and teachers in the Chicago public school system. The state has a huge cache of testing uh, uh, kits available to it and has been distributing it uh, statewide, as is appropriate. Uh, but there was a uh, Mayor Lightfoot has been seeking to obtain more, and for a while it looked as if the state was going to insist that uh, Chicago obtain these things from uh, um, the federal government. And uh, finally, Governor Pritzker came through with some test kits for Chicago. But then Mayor Lightfoot um, tweeted out a thank you in which she pointedly noted that Pritzker had sold those kits to the city of Chicago. Uh, it was not a donation from the state. Yeah, uh, and uh, Mayor Lightfoot continues to win friends and influence people, but uh, at every step along the way with this, boy, it has just seemed like uh, there have been uh, uh, clashes that, that seemingly could have been avoided with a little bit more communication, uh, but uh, wow, it, uh, from observing from a distance, it has certainly looked like uh, everybody could have done a better job of trying to work together uh, on this. The good news is Chicago schools are, uh, are back in session now, uh, but uh, as long as COVID remains among us, particularly in these numbers, we're going to continue to see these uh, problems in trying to uh, get back to normal while still protecting ourselves from it. Uh, we'll continue to watch that situation, as well as the situation here in Springfield, where the city has now uh, told workers they will cover their sick time if they are exposed to COVID or test positive for it, but only if they're fully vaccinated and boosted. Some of the unions not thrilled about that. We broke that story yesterday. We'll continue to follow up on that as well. David Grison, before we let you go, uh, you have uh, written an article in the last several days, extremely timely given the debate going on in our country right now about voting rights. Uh, tell us your take on this very important issue. Well, uh, this was done in the context of both gerrymandering and voting rights. And while Illinois did lose out on the gerrymandering issue when this legislature approved very badly gerrymandered maps that now the federal courts have also sanctioned, uh, Illinois has made some progress on uh, voting rights, unlike many, many states where uh, there are being uh, 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 voting rights are being reduced. Uh, Illinois has, uh, in, in the spring legislature, pushed through reform that, uh, for example, ensure uh, uh, curbside voting and ballot access, uh, which have been on the, uh, you know, part of what uh, many conservatives have been using restrictions there to reduce voting. Uh, there has been an effort to adopt some of the conservative agenda. Darren Bailey, the, the state senator who's running for governor, had last spring introduced three bills to try to cut back uh, um uh, some ballot access, some ballot access that went nowhere, didn't even get a hearing in, in committee. And so in Illinois, I guess one benefit of the Democrat control of the state is that uh, we're not seeing the same cutbacks to voting rights that are a real battle in some of the swing states 
on the national scene. It is an important issue to keep an eye on, and the Better Government Association is keeping an eye on that and many other issues that impact you and your ability to uh, interact with your government to keep tabs on what they're doing. It's good to have a watchdog uh, looking out for all of us. The BGA does that, and of course we do it as well in partnership with them here each week on Full Disclosure on the WMAY Morning News Feed. David Grising, in the meantime, tell people how to reach you and the BGA the rest of the week. I'm at dgreising at bettergov.org. That's D-G-R-E-I-S-I-N-G at bettergov.org. And uh, website is bettergov.org. And, of course, here each Wednesday morning on the WMAY Morning News Feed, definitely check out the BGA's website. It is a valuable resource for lots of important information. David Greising, have a great week. We'll talk to you next Wednesday morning. Thank you, Jim. See you then. Thank you. Bye-bye.